Before we begin this podcast, if you or someone you know is in crisis or needs emotional support, there are tools that can help. You can call Talk Suicide Canada at 1-833-456-4566, or you can text 45645. Coming in the fall of 2023 in Canada, you can also call 988, just three numbers. You can also call the Kids Help Phone at 1-800-668-6868, and the Trans Lifeline in Canada is 1-877-330-6366. In the United States, 1-877-565-8860 or call 911. You are not alone and you do not need to be alone. Welcome to the We Are the ADHD Family Podcast. This podcast is meant to chronicle our family's journey with ADHD, autism, and other discoveries along the way. I reach out to advocates, experts, individuals, and other families that want to raise their voices and empower those on their journey. My name is Mark Smeets, and I am passionate about removing barriers for others through creating connections, building on strengths, and practical problem solving. I am married to Siobhan, a father to two wonderful kids, and all of us have ADHD. We want you to feel like you have power and hope. I would like to honor and recognize the traditional and unceded territories of the Keitsi, Kwantlen, and Semiamu nations on whose territories I live, work, and play. And for today's very, very, very special guest, I have my wife, Siobhan. Welcome to the show, honey. Hello. Thanks for having me. I live here, so... (laughs) You don't have a choice. (laughs) She doesn't. She has to see me on this thing all the time. That's true. You're always here. It's like we're married. <laughs> and joining us, we also have our one of our one of our cats, who we nicknamingly call the annoying one, Pebbles. This is the cat that likes to wake us up at uh, two a.m. and say, "I want to be fed." Mm. And I'm sorry to say that we cater in because she'll just scratch the door if you don't do it. So. That's our hell. If you see bags under our eyes, it's probably due to this cat. Today, we are going to ask each other five questions based on the events and everything that sort of happened this week. And we're going to see where this goes. Siobhan is up first to ask me a question. Okay, I'm going to flip your format a little. Oh, God. I'm going to do the fun question first. came up with a fun question ease you into things well i think the word association game is the funnest okay the most fun so i thought that's a good way to warm up i told you i had easy questions and you're gonna give me this i'm I'm scared now (laughs) um okay what comes to mind when you hear the words stop and smell the roses bees I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> I, just, I just had to be a smart aleck for a minute. Uh, I would say... You're not going to explain your fear of bees? I do have a fear of bees. <laughs> I, I, I do. I, I legitimately have a fear of bees. I've fallen into enough wasp nests uh, when I was a kid. So, yeah, I'm, I've got a fear of bees. But if I think of the saying... Um, just for the saying of what it is and not being so literal about Mm -hmm. it i would say it's hard for i can't i really have a hard time stopping and smelling the roses as you know Mm -hmm. because i'm always just that go 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 
Uh, and that's probably the ADHD brain in me. I don't like standing still, even in traffic. <laughs> I noticed. <laughs> <laughs> that's when <laughs> that's when the swear words come up <laughs> the most. Okay, my turn? Yeah. Okay. How often... I'm not, I don't have any word association for you. No, I don't get to do a fun one. Oh, God. I feel so ripped off. <laughs> it's the only reason I came on your show. To do word association. <laughs> All right. I'll be uh, podcasting from, <laughs> from the couch later tonight. And we'll see how that goes. How often did you think about just walking away, giving up, and sticking with just ADHD? Hmm. Probably how often? <sighs> I don't know. There probably was a point maybe a year ago after the last appointment at the pediatrician where I was like, okay, <laughs> this is probably not happening and we just have to kind of accept this is where we are and I, I I don't know I probably I I don't think I dwelled on it or thought about it often I think I just kind of accepted that we would just have to accept it like just that was just the answer. Stop. Just stop. <laughs> just stop. <laughs> just stop waiting and hoping and um, expecting that call to say, come on in for for your appointment. So when we did get that call, I was really surprised. That was... <laughs> that was... That was a legit shock. Like a year and a half ago, we got the call saying that yeah, the first call. The first, the, fir call. the first call in the Lego store at the bottom of the. Yeah, I remember it. That was. Yeah. The, and they said, "What did they say that we would get something in the mail?" And oh yeah, we get a we get <laughs> we get forms in the mail or something would come in the mail and then they and then I don't think we got anything in the mail. No, we did. We, we did? did. We and we sent something back. And then we faxed over the eighty pages. Yes, but. That was more than a year ago. So from the time we got that call, it was still a year and a half. And I and I knew with what we had experienced just getting referred that there was probably going to be a longer wait. So yeah, just keep doing what we're doing. Um, I, I don't... I don't know. I, I don't feel... Well, when we did get the call that the appointment was, like, next week, I was totally shocked and felt unprepared because we didn't have a lot of time to... I mean, we had years of... Yeah, but that's the thing things. is we had, we had, a, we had years of a, of a pile of information, but none of the information was truly, really organized at all. No. And that was, that was, that was really tough. Yeah, because they just say, your, here's your appointment, here's some forms, more forms. More forms. <laughs> and I'm sure there'll be more forms in our future as well. Yeah. That's... Your your question. My next question? Your next question. Oh, okay. Yeah. You know, what's, you know what's not fair? What? 
is the fact that I have to write these things down because I can't remember any of them and you just know what you're going to ask me. That's not fair. Well, I'll look in a minute. But I know because my, f- my first question actually is tied to what we're talking about. Okay. So I've, that's why I don't have to look at it. Do you... So part of me wants to ask you, do you feel like this whole waiting experience has taught you some patience? And if it hasn't, what what did you learn from, you know, having gone through this process of um, assessment? So did this teach me patience? Yeah, I don't think it has, but in a way it has because you had to be patient. I mean, I was patient to the point of I didn't exactly, I mean, it's not like I called people up with the exception of one person and and kind of tore a new one. Like I didn't do that. It didn't make me patient. It made me, I think, it made me politely angry. And it was really frustrating because there were things that we wanted for him and we hated seeing him you know, lag behind in class and uh grade three is a is a bit of a triggering year for me since that was the year i was held back and i didn't you know i here he is in grade three and i i, I know that they're not holding kids back but to have that similar sort of experience i just wanted to, to fight for him as much as we could and to get him the tools that he needed yeah and that was it that's where the pay that's i think where the patience went the patients went into advocating as hard as i could and talking to people and you know like you always joke with me is that i'm always talking to somebody Mm -hmm. and there's never that um there's never sort of that quiet moment because there's always something else i sort of could be doing i can see that but i mean i'm i have patience but it's i just need to I, I just need the action to get to the thing and then I can be patient and find some sort of way to relax, which I don't know how to do yet. <laughs> <laughs> I want to tie in your first answer with this question, but also the opportunity to change your answer. So with what you were saying before, mm-hmm. was would you say that was the lowest point or was there something else that made at the lowest point that wasn't my lowest point um, my lowest point is probably during one of O's hard times when mm. he was just so distraught and having a meltdown just not knowing how to help him figure those things out um, socially so that that's the lowest part mm. And at that point, it doesn't, it didn't cross my mind that, you know, oh, I have to, you know, I'm not even thinking about diagnosis or um, any of that um, medical process. I'm just thinking I, I I I wish I knew how to make this better for him so that he... He didn't feel like this. That weighs on my mind too. The diagnosis piece probably weighed a bit more because I kept hearing in my head, 
how can this not how can this not be autism and and just thinking to myself that i probably have more to learn yeah. and and that that i thought was tough just the not knowing and not knowing why he's struggling so much and and how we can help that is the hardest part yeah feeling feeling completely powerless like like on a life raft stuck out in the middle of the ocean and well in the middle of the ocean that's raging no (laughs) i mean in the middle of the ocean that's that's raging and there's no stopping it and you're and you know you're in a storm yeah and and that's that's the hard part yeah there's no lighthouse there's no land anything to guide you and i think trying to find that and be that anchor for him was was a major challenge Mm -hmm. oh i get to ask you a question now yeah can i remember without looking no you can't you're picking up your phone (laughs) (laughs) honestly i stopped on my way home and i i wrote them on my (laughs) notepad i already asked you that oh help me (laughs) okay i'll 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 switch it up what is one thing people get wrong about you me yeah you oh i know you love talking about our son and our daughter and our family i think people think that i have it all together and the truth of the matter is i don't know Maybe I feel like I do now because the past 12 months have been, have provided just a ton of clarity. I, How many months? 12, like the past year. I, but I have no, like I, I would love nothing more than to have sort of the game plan on, on what kind of to do, but the only thing I sort of know is just fighting for him the best I can and that takes time that takes energy it takes being able to to talk to people and to try to bridge those gaps and that's it I, I don't think people I, I, I think the other thing that's sort of lost is I don't really think people understand how hard you know, I've had to work for, for certain things. Go is certainly one of them. Kenzie, not so much because, you know, whether that's strata stuff, work, job stuff, like it's it's been it's been a heck of a challenge. And I don't think people really see that because they don't know and they don't necessarily ask. And, and you're right, it is all about, for me, a lot of it was all about O and making sure that he's got what he needs or mm-hmm. you've got what you need. Because I'm always thinking about others or you and Kenzie and, mm. and that kind of thing. And yeah, I kind of will deflect. And I, I've had people ask me that question, you know, like, what do you need? And I'm like, I have no idea. Mm. You know, I, I just don't. What was your highest point? Oh. Like most positive <sighs> highest point. Mm. I guess it was when we're sitting in that room with the psychologist. And, oh, on Tuesday. Yeah. Yep. On Tuesday. And he he asked us something. What do you think? Oh, is that you mean when he asked us about uh, you know 
what do you think? Do you think your son's on the spectrum? Yeah. And then we both answered at the same time, yes. That was my... <laughs> funny. <laughs> like, it wasn't a feeling of... It's not like... Not like a feeling when we got married sure. or... What? The kids were born. But it was a feeling of, yes. What feeling did you have when we got married? <laughs> It, it, it was more like a feeling of relief of like someone's listening finally yeah and i think for me that moment especially was you know him asking us what do you think and mm. and when he said that little stat thing of you know 60 percent of this is what the parents think he like he said, he knew things were serious when, number one, the two of us were there. Mm -hmm. And he mostly gets just the moms yeah. or one person. And then the other thing, when we pulled out, like when he when he pulled out all the, the spreadsheet information, he was going, like, that was huge to him because it was so organized and, and what we had done. And that is, I think, part of the reason why he took it that much more seriously. And him saying that first... Mm. And then saying, you know, what do you guys think? It's like, mm. that was, that to me came back as he knows we're informed. He knows we're not just trying to convince somebody of our opinion. Yeah, we're not just grasping, you know? Grasping, yeah. Yeah. Like, I mean, there's been lots of people, I'm sorry, I don't mean to diminish the other people who listened and um, helped us along the way but someone who can help someone who can change things gave us and he changed things yeah, yeah. that time and energy and um, respect yeah so yeah, yeah that was that was helpful i think for me that certainly was I'm putting this question on myself, but I think a high point for us is right now, I don't think things have ever been as good as they are. Hmm. And that's really, really, that makes me really happy. I mean, we're still learning. We still make plenty of mistakes, but everyone is, is happy and we've just come so far in, in however many years it's been. And I think that's this is sort of the high point. I, I I would look at even the stuff he would do at Ninja as a high point because he tried so hard for that and you saw how much heart he has. And he channeled his energy into yeah. achieving yeah. something yeah, outside of himself and he enjoyed seeing yeah. yeah, what he could do. Oh I wish they didn't leave. Yeah, same. Okay, your turn. Is it my turn really? Yeah. Okay. Oh, wait, is it my turn? No, you asked me my high point. Oh, yeah, okay. Now I get to ask. But you did a just answer a question, that's why. Okay. Um, I know this is going to be a, a long one. Okay. If you could change one thing about the world, okay, what would it be? Like, we stay the same, but something out there changes to make things better for our kids. I changed the ex uh, I don't know how to say it. I changed the acceptance of people and kids who are who are neurodiverse. Mm. That's it. That and 
I would I would change that to to be far more inclusive and have yeah that's it you were expecting longer weren't you yeah I was expecting a <laughs> story okay other than what we've talked about so far mm-hmm. give me one or two things that surprised you about Tuesday the assessment mm, that you could drive. <laughs> thought that your arm was so so sore it was so sore that it might be impossible or that I would have to drive or (laughs) (laughs) Uh, we would crash for those that don't know I had a shoulder impingement and I basically couldn't move my arm to the steering wheel so Come hella high water, it was, uh, it, we were going to go to that appointment and we weren't going to rebook. Yeah. So we made it there and back, but it was painful. And I think it was Siobhan that joked about going to the ER to get an x-ray. <laughs> and then the doc, and then the, and the doctor who saw us, he was like, you know, I'd offer you medicine, but we've only got like child sized versions of what you probably need. So I don't think it's going to help. And I'm just going, I'm just going to run on adrenaline and, uh, and nerves right now. So. The other thing that surprised me was just the, I think we just got a good doctor who could actually see Owen for Mm. even things that we didn't see about him. He could see other things that stood out to him that, that made it clear for him that he, he, he would struggle in, in, you know, in his life and he, he wanted the same things that we wanted for him yeah. and that that was I just thought that was so amazing and kind that he said uh, those those nice things at the end how oh how about the heavy yeah. lifting um, well he was talking about how we still have a lot of time to do you know good good work and yeah. to um, you know make things better for him like to be in, independent. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was pretty cool. But I know Owen is always going to need us some, some, some way. Yeah, which is fine. Yeah. This is the end of part one. Tune in for the next episode for part two. If you want to be a guest on the podcast or know someone who would make a great guest, my contact information is in the show notes. This podcast is open to everyone. You don't need to be an expert, just passionate and want to see change. We are the ADHD family. If you like what you hear on this podcast, please give the show a rating so it makes it easier for people to find us. Never ask anyone with ADHD if they have everything that they need. We have no idea. Please remind us to use a checklist. The opinions expressed by the hosts and guests are not associated with any employer or organization unless otherwise stated. Mm